This podcast is brought to you by FanshareSports.com, a website that compiles and curates the weekly recommendations of daily fantasy industry experts for you to gauge which players will be the most popular and which players are going overlooked. Head on over to FanshareSports.com and check it out. Welcome everybody to the Ride In NFL DFS podcast, actually coming to you a little bit later in the week than last year. Not sure how I'm going to work it. Um, It is Saturday morning. Normally I would crank this out on my drive to work on Thursday or Friday, but uh, was a little busy. Didn't actually get to record it then, so Saturday morning, so the, the info is a little bit fresher to be honest, which is a good thing, I'm not sure how it's going to be going forward, basically it's just whatever day I have the most time on the ride in to work, and basically if my research is complete for the week, so it's it's Saturday, it's pretty uh, pretty early in the morning, and this info is going to be you know, a little bit more current than if I did it on Thursday, so that's a good thing. The summer's over. We crushed preseason. Now it's time to dig into week one. Uh, let's get right into it. Let's start at the quarterback position. And you guys know how a week one always is. The salaries come out a month early. Crazy stuff happens. Guys are underpriced. And you could basically play anybody you want because there are a few obvious value plays. And I'm talking cash games here. So at quarterback, I think... Jameis Winston is going to be very popular, um, especially because of the val- of the said value that was just referenced. Uh, most weeks, if it was week eight, I don't think Winston would be extremely popular, only because we probably wouldn't have the extreme value that we have in week one. Uh, what's going on here? Guy's reversing right down the street. Oh, boy. Already we got road bumps but <clears throat> I think we'll see uh, more Jameis Winston in in cash than than a normal week because of the value and I think he's a great play obviously that game has a huge total he has uh, shootout potential and the Bucks have Bruce Arians who is a very pass happy uh, offensive coordinator he's most likely going to be calling the plays and you know Everybody loves Chris Godwin, everybody loves Mike Evans, O.J. Howard. Those three guys are pretty much studs, and I think that Winston should have a big day. I'll probably reserve my Winston exposure for tournaments, which means I'll probably have to get a little weird around those buck stacks or potentially you know, leave Chris Godwin out of a few of them um, to get a more of a unique stack. Um, but then there's... Uh, guys like Lamar Jackson, who has a pretty decent matchup in Miami. Um, obviously a huge floor. He's probably going to rush the ball 10 to 15 times. Uh, Carson Wentz, who we, I think is way underpriced. He should be able to carve up the Redskins defense at 5,700. I really thought Kyler Murray was going to be the chalk this week, but he did not show enough in preseason. I think people are a little worried about him. So I don't think He'll come in too high owned, but maybe in tournaments. Um, Nick Foles, uh, 
expecting somewhat of a high-scoring game in Jacksonville with Kansas City, so I think he is definitely in play. He should have to throw the ball, I don't think. I mean, they may try to establish Leonard Fournette, but I don't think that they're just going to be able to um, run the ball the entire game. Nick Foles should definitely um, hit value at his price. And then Jacoby Brissett, obviously that's some of the value I'm talking about, thrust into a starting role. Um, was terrible two years ago in the games that he started, but as many people have pointed out, that was completely different. He was signed the week before the first game, had no offseason with the Colts, um, and he's been running with the ones basically all of camp because of Andrew Luck's issues. So I think he is in definitely in a better spot. Frank Reich, definitely a better coordinator than he had in 17. So Brissett should definitely uh, hit value. But the issue is, is that enough? Um, with some of the value on this slate, Brissett just going for 16 or 18 points might not be enough to get it done. Uh, if someone like Wentz or Lamar Jackson or Jameis Winston puts up a 30-burger, then you're still behind the eight ball there, uh, especially if the guys that you're paying up for don't uh, outscore the mid-range guys that someone who rostered Jameis Winston rosters, then you're, you're in trouble. At running back, I think the top two dogs are obviously Barkley and McCaffrey, um, splitting hairs between them. I think McCaffrey has the better matchup. He's at home. Should be a higher scoring game, so I'm going to lean him in cash most likely. You could even get them both in, to be honest. That's how much value there is on this slate. And then there, I think the, the slate is going to be won by whom you choose at running back in the mid-tier. Uh, there's a bunch of guys, starting with Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, in that. Uh, mid five to mid six range. There's a ton of guys there that are underpriced, to be honest. Um, I really like them all. I really haven't decided how I'm going to attack it. Basically, what's going to happen is whichever ones I have in cash, I will probably have more of the others in tournaments as a hedge. Um, Austin Eckler is 5,500 on DraftKings. I think I, I'm, I was never really sold on Eckler from the beginning, but then the Chargers came out and said Justin Jackson will get reps too. They'll kind of split the load. And I think they're just going to lean on Phillip Rivers a little bit this week. So Eckler is interesting. I mean, if for some reason you only have exactly 5500 left and you can't pay up $200 to get to Chris Carson, who I think is a better play, then, I mean, I guess it's okay. But I, I'm not a huge fan of Eckler and Cash this week. Um, and that's pretty much it. I really don't think uh, you need to dip any lower than Eckler in cash. Um, there are some guys down there for tournaments that you could take a dart throw on. Uh, Matt Breida, um, Different guys that could put up a big day. I mean, we're not even really sure. Um, who else was there? Oh, Devonta Freeman, I think, could potentially see a good amount of work. Uh, obviously tough defense there that he is playing against Minnesota, but you never know. Um, catches a couple passes, scores a little bit here, and then you have some leverage there over everybody who played 
uh, Dalvin Cook and Chris Carson and, and Leonard Fournette if they don't pan out. At wide receiver, I think it's we're going to start in the the lower tier because that's obviously if you're paying up at running back in two or three spots, then you're definitely going to have to uh, pay down at wide receiver. And there's a ton of, of great plays. Obviously, I think Kurt Samuel is going to be uber chalk. I think D.D. Westbrook is going to be uber chalk. And you have a decision to make. Are you going to eat that chalk because you really think they're in a good spot? Or do you think there are pivots that might get you a little bit more leverage in in a double up and I'm not I'm never one to try to look for leverage in a double up I think if Curtis Samuel's the best play and I think he's the best play I don't care if he's 90% owned I'm going to play him um, but if you can find someone who you think that Curtis Samuel is just as likely to score um, 12 to 15 fantasy points maybe like John Brown then you can definitely pivot there and hope that you uh, you do get a little bit of leverage. I mentioned D.D. Westbrook. I think he's going to be chalky. I really do like D.D. Westbrook. As we mentioned, the Chiefs will probably score on the Jaguars, so it looks like they definitely will need to throw the ball. He caught or he saw seven of Nick Foles' ten targets in the preseason, um, so he definitely has an eye for D.D. Westbrook. Um, I think Marvin Jones is a decent play. And then as we go further up the ladder, um, you know, there's Sterling Shepard, Tyler Lockett, Tyler Boyd, and Keenan Allen. I think those are the guys that I'll be looking at in cash games. Um, I really haven't settled on a complete roster yet or, or a build or if I'm making two lineups or just one. Not 100% sure. Um, but I think those those are the receivers that I'll be targeting. I think Lockett in the slot could have a huge day. Same thing with Tyler Boyd. They're going to be playing catch-up. He might catch eight balls for 80 yards, but that's still a decent day. Keenan Allen's kind of going overlooked. Uh, like I said, I think maybe the Chargers rely on the pass game a little bit more, especially without Melvin Gordon. Uh, and and then Sterling Shepard, without Golden Tate, there should be a ton of targets for him and Evan Ingram. Great segue into the tight end position. I really like Evan Ingram and Hunter Henry this week. It's a matter of salary for me at this point. Um, when I build my roster, I'm going to try to get up to Evan Engram because I think he is going to see a ton of targets. But I think Hunter Henry is um, pretty much just as good of a play um, in tournaments, maybe a little bit of O.J. Howard. But those three players are pretty much going to be chalk. I think this week, it's interesting. I don't know how many people are going to go to the big three, but I think Ertz is a great Leverage play in tournaments, um, no one's really talking about him, and you know how he is. He can go for 10 and 102 touchdowns on any given week. Uh, so that is definitely an option as well. First podcast of the season is in the books. Just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown of uh, the viable players that I think are, are cash game options. Um, going to do it every week. Probably going to add in segments as we go. Um, I'm thinking about doing uh, some type of betting segment as well. Um, I love taking a game or two on Sunday 
So we'll, we'll look to add that. And uh, the core four for me, that's always something that I think uh, people are interested in. Sometimes I, I leave it out and then I get a million tweets. What, who are your core four? Who are your core four? This week, I think um, I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Evan Engram, and Carson Wentz. Those are the four guys that I'm almost positive I'm building cash games around. Even if I make two or three cash game lineups, those four will probably be in every one. Good luck in all your contests this week, guys. Remember, practice bankroll management. It is really easy to sit behind the computer screen or on your phone and just start mashing buttons, entering every tournament that looks so so nice on uh, in the lobby of DraftKings and FanDuel. But make sure you are definitely uh, restraining yourself when it comes to to slamming those those tournaments. Good luck in week one. I'll talk to you in week two.